It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. Well, hello, everyone. This is Kathy Alessandra, the Yes, I Can Coach and founder of Brave Bold Women. And I'm excited to bring another podcast episode to you today. Lisa Druxman is going to be our guest. And I've known her for a number of years. We go way back, although we had lost. I, I, I follow you on Facebook. I see what's going on. But we haven't <laughs> talked in a long time. She was one of the first speakers at my very first success summit, um, I don't know, 10, 12, 14 years ago, something like that. But Lisa is the founder of Fit for Mom, the nation's leading company for pre and postnatal health, wellness, and fitness programs for every stage of motherhood. Fit for Mom has created business opportunities for moms nationwide with more than 300 franchisees and 1,000 locations across the United States. In addition to leading her team at Fit for Mom, she is a noted speaker, author, podcaster, obviously, and powerhouse of, powerhouse of energy, a self-proclaimed mom boss, Lisa is passionate about paying it forward and empowering other women in life and business. Now, she has written uh, on business for both entrepreneur and on motherhood for magazines such as Fit Pregnancy, Shape, and others. Recognizing her entrepreneurship, she has been nominated for and received numerous honors from organizations such as the National Association of Women Business Owners for creating one of the most desirable businesses for moms in the country. Um, she's appeared on the Today Show and CNN and Access Hollywood, so you might recognize her face. But anyway, Lisa Druxman, thank you and welcome to today's podcast. So excited Thanks to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have an excuse to see you again. I know, I know. I was so glad when you said yes. I'm all about the yes. Of course. So why don't you share a little bit with our listeners, um, you know, where, how you started your business, why you started your business. Um, you know, let's, let's start from the beginning. What, where, um, that? It's that story you've heard before where you weren't looking to start a business. Mm -hmm. I was a new mom. I was a fitness professional and I was on maternity leave and I didn't want to drop my son off at the gym childcare. And so I created a workout that I could do with him and it was a stroller based workout and it was our best hour of the day. And I still remember that walk. It was almost 19, it was over 19 years ago. But I remember it because I felt like the light bulb went off and I was like, wait a minute, I could help women get back into shape after having a baby and they could help me with all the things I need to know about motherhood. I had so many questions about nursing and sleeping. And so really it wasn't to start a business. It was a need for me to create a community in motherhood. And so I started a local class with a handful of moms in my neighborhood and apparently I wasn't the only one because the business took off. Love it. Awesome. I mean, I, I had heard of Stroller Strides before I'd actually even met you. I'd had somebody um, who was actually one of the leaders. Now you were talking, or the franchisees, I should say, you were talking before we got on the recording too about how you had kind of shifted um, because you had grown. You want to share a little bit about that and that lesson? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the first program was Stroller Strides. And so I was so blessed. I didn't have to go back to my job and got a chance to have it all. I got a chance to have my baby with me and have a huge impact and do something that I loved. And then we started getting requests from women all over the country who wanted to either join classes or start classes. Now realize this is in 2001. This is before Facebook. There was no social media. <laughs> 
So it was pure word of mom. And so uh, a couple of years into it, I decided to franchise the program and I figured I wanted to share this. It felt like such an amazing opportunity to be able to make some money and, and have something that was so rewarding. And so we ended up, uh, long story short, franchising the business. And then as my kids grew up, the business grew up. We kept adding more programs. We added Fit for Baby, which is our prenatal program. We added Body Back, which is our high intensity transformational program. We now actually have probably seven different classes. So good business lesson for people. Don't niche yourself down too much because the business name was Stroller Strides, but we became so much more than that. So eventually we did need to rebrand. And so the company is now called Fit for Mom, fit with the number four, mom.com. And that's kind of the umbrella brand for all things that we do to help women find the strength in motherhood. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> You know, we have to shift with the times and where things are going and, and how things change and business grows, right? And so it's a great, that's a great lesson though, is because everybody says niche, 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 but sometimes. And I mean, we still niche. I mean, we're, we stick to our story of that we are fitness for moms and I get people all the time, but well, you should do fitness for kids or you should do fitness for seniors or for dads. Fitness for moms is our story and, and not just fitness, but mom care, just taking care of moms. That's our niche. But I think I niched it a little bit too much by naming the company just after one of our programs. Right, right. Awesome. Love it. So what has been one of your biggest, biggest challenges in starting a business from the ground up and franchisees and all of that? And how did you overcome that? Um, I mean, the biggest challenge, I think, for, for most moms, um, and certainly in the business that I've created, was, is balancing work and motherhood, um, especially for moms who are going into business so that they can have a career that integrates with motherhood. Uh, there's just never enough time for work, and there's never enough time for parenting. Um, the business took off so big and so fast that it really did put a strain on me personally as a mom and as a wife. Mm -hmm. And so I eventually got to a point where I decided, you know what, enough is enough. And I really redesigned my life and, and what I say yes to and how I do things. And that very much became the base for my book, The Empowered Mama. Um, I really want people to reclaim their time and their health and themselves um, in doing it. So originally it was balancing work and motherhood and it's still probably one of the biggest obstacles, but I now have a lot more tools to get through it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think there's many who find themselves in that, um, especially right now, um, you know, we're recording during the, the quarantine and um, you know, and how many are having the kids at home and having to homeschool and really play that dual role, you know, I mean, Oh yeah. When, when I first met you, my kids were younger, but obviously that's been 15 years. I mean, my kids are all gone and out of the house. And, but I think there's still that balance, um, you know, when you're growing a business and many people start at that younger age. Absolutely. I, love what you, I love what you said too, about um, getting clear on what your yeses were. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I talk very much about strategic yeses and abundant no's. And, um, you know, I think many of us are so, you know, feeling like we have to say yes to everything and we quickly become overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I love that saying, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. Yeah. And I think in the early years, I said yes to every opportunity. I mean, you're growing a business and you feel like you should say yes and yes to every interview and every meeting. And then I really got to a point where I realized there wasn't time for what was most important in my business and in my family life. And so now I'm very, very careful about what I say yes to and very thoughtful in what I say no to. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you said yes to us today. Of course. <laughs> Super excited to have you here. So let me ask you this. Um, you know, success can be defined in a number of different ways. And everybody has kind of their own definition of some people it's a bank account, some people it's, you know, time. For you, how do you define success? That's a great question. Um, I think that I'm defining success now in that I am enjoying living my life every day. Um, So many people live for weekends or live for vacations and always when something happens, if something happens. And I am now at a point where I have architected my days so that I actually love my life. I mean, it doesn't mean that it's not hard and that there's not hard work, but I love every day. I don't just live for Fridays or for weekends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. And do you think the definition of success has changed for you over the years? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, probably in those early years, my definition was so much weighted in the business. Mm -hmm. And now I really look at my definition of success having a lot more to do with how I take care of my personal self, Mm -hmm. how I take care of my family. Like, it is the full picture of the things that are most important to me. I know a lot of people who are really successful in work and not successful in their marriage or not successful at home. I know some people who are really successful at home but not successful at work. So my definition now is to make sure that I feel um, a minimum effective dose of success in all of those areas. It's, It's imperfect, but I'm very clear on what are the areas that are important to me and that's where I focus my time. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's, um, you know, it's really important looking at those priorities, um, you know, right there with you over the years. And um, it's hard when you're first starting a business and yeah. you know, wanting to see it grow and whether you're having new locations or new franchisees or a dollar amount in the bank account. And, um, you know, I've talked to a lot of my clients too, you know, there's this, especially I think for women, we have a hard time with that. If you're, I mean, as you said, if you're not happy in your personal life, you know, it, it makes it tough, this, the success in the business, and you focus on that. You can't be um, miserable in the business and have the, you know, the personal life that's shining. There's got to be that um, holistic approach, and I mean holistic with a W, you know, holistic, so that it's the whole, the whole woman, the whole person. Yeah. So many people sacrifice their own health in order to get success in other areas. So I think if you can truly build a foundation where, again, it's not perfect, but there's at least a minimum effective dose of self-care and whatever that looks like for you. For some people, that's going to be tied to exercise and to what they eat. For some people, it might be meditation, journaling, prayer. But what does making sure there's a foundation of self-care for you so that you can be successful in all the areas that are important? Yes. Amen, sister. Totally agree. (laughs) So let me ask you, if there was one thing that you wish you knew um, when you started your business that you know now, what would you, or what would you be telling, you know, what would you tell your younger self or your earlier business um, CEO, you know, that you, that you know now, a lesson that you learned that you wish you'd know? I mean, I've been doing this for 19 years and I don't think I've had a day in 19 years that I'm not learning lessons. So it's hard to pick just one or two. Um, 
invest in the right advice okay and so so often when we're a brand new business we don't want to spend the money we're like i don't have any money and so um, i got some really poor legal advice at the beginning of the business that had a very big impact for us later on because again we didn't build a good foundation and so that took a lot of cleanup and a lot more money than it needed to um and then i would say also be willing to give a little bit up in order to get potentially investors or money or strategic help. Um, your business might be unique, but business is not unique. And so if you can find other people to help you get there faster and in a better way, um, success leaves clues and every person who's gone through it has learned so much. So if you can get some level of partnership or advisor or coach or consultant, I'm a huge fan of getting coaches, huge. Um, there's no reason to try to figure it out by yourself when someone else can guide you through it. Right, right. No, it's, you're absolutely right. I mean, that sometimes people hesitate, particularly in those early years, on, you know, investing in a coach or, you know, talking to a mentor or even finding a mastermind group, right? Yes. There's, there's so many different options. If I were to start my business over again, I would start with a coach or a mastermind, period. Anybody who's listening to this, if you are starting a new business, get a business coach or join a mastermind and you'll continue to learn different things. And I almost feel like this was at your conference. It's funny how certain things stick with you. <laughs> But you had a speaker and she said that she switched coaches like every year because she said at some point you feel like you've learned from all you need to from that coach. If you keep learning from them, great. But as soon as you feel like, then you keep moving on. Um, and I loved, she said something about if you don't invest in yourself, why should anybody else invest in you? So right. I think that hiring a coach um, or joining a mastermind is an investment that's going to pay off huge dividends right right especially if you do the work yes <laughs> gotta do the work so i'm going to run through before we go to the last question i have kind of a fun little lightning round are you a, a little game to play yes i love I, it yeah i know you good with that i am good okay so um what would be your favorite business book oh, <laughs> uh the slight edge the slight edge okay are you a talker or a texter a talker. Okay. Favorite day of the week? Monday. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, do you prefer dawn or dusk? Both. Okay. Um, place you most want to travel? Greece. Oh, that sounds like fun. Coffee or tea? I had to say that one because I have a trip planned to Greece this summer for my 50th birthday, and I oh! don't think I'm going to be able to go based on everything oh, going on. I know, I know. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> Spending the energy out there that it could yep. still happen. Yep, yep. I you just said coffee or tea. It is coffee, coffee, coffee. Yep, I'm a coffee girl too. And red or white? Red. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. Thank you for playing that little game with me. We'll My it. pleasure. <laughs> I want to um, ask you one final question and, and then also, you know, how people can get in touch with you. But the one real final question is what, I mean, I see you as a brave, bold woman. I see you, I mean, especially after all these years of following you and when you started your business and where you've gone and, and you know, all those years, um, what do you think makes you a brave, bold woman, a woman? 
It is truly the foundation of my every day. It is like the bookends of my, my every day. I start every day journaling and I have a whole section where I write down all the things that I'm thankful for. And I challenge myself to think of things I haven't thought of before or to say things that I'm thankful for that happened in the last day. Because otherwise we always say the same things. I'm grateful for health and I'm grateful for family and I am. But I was trying to like just get my brain in a frame of thinking of all the things I'm grateful for. And when I go to sleep, that's instead of counting sheep, I think about all the things I'm grateful for. So anytime I feel stressed, anxiety, overwhelm, if I ground myself in gratitude, it is always the way to peace and happiness. Absolutely. I'm definitely a grateful woman. Well, if people want to reach out to you, connect with you, um, interested in maybe being one of your franchisees, how would they get in contact with you? Yeah, well, if you want to know more about Fit for Mom, you just go to fit, the number four, mom.com. And so you've got all the information on the franchise, how to find a class. And if you want to follow me, I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Lisa Drexman on both of those things and would love to hear from you. Awesome. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing your nuggets with us today. Um, congratulations on as far as your business has come and the tra trajectory <laughs> that it's on. Um, exciting stuff. And I really appreciate you spending your time with us this morning. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Brave Bold Women. Be sure to connect with us online at braveboldwomen.com. You can also find our Facebook group and Instagram page at Brave Bold Women.